Hey everybody, welcome to a very different episode of Noob Show. I'm here with, well, me, Solo Noob. Uh, due to just life and having things going on with family and, you know, people doing stuff, I'm also trying to figure out about getting a new job. I still have one, but I'm switching one, so it's no big deal. But just with that and meetings... Oh, and the fact that I cracked my fucking tooth today. Yeah. Cracked my back fucking right tooth. Well, my back right tooth because when I was a child, the far, far back right tooth on the bottom never grew in after my baby tooth. So I was always stuck with this flesh gap. And now the tooth that's after that one, it's giving me trouble, you know, when you bite into something it kind of hurts. But I didn't even want to go to the dentist because, you know, COVID. So, today while I was eating Popeyes, it decided to just crack on me, so now I'm here. So with that going on, and just finding stuff to do, it's uh, it's gonna be me, this noob show. But that's fine. It's gonna be kind of short. It's gonna be a little monologue, because I know you can't take too much of me and my mush mouth and my bad spelling, that I'm sure will be in this episode at some point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a few tales of, uh, of strip club stories. Because I hate strip clubs. I've been to a strip club three times in my life. Each time was terrible. But, uh, so let's just go ahead and get started with the first time when I went to Bacon and Bourbon. And it was an event with a restaurant I was working in. Bacon and Bourbon's a local thing where we just... You, you get a ticket and people set up booths and they give you a glass. And essentially what you do is you walk around to booth to booth... And they fill your glass up with bourbon, and then they have things made with bacon everywhere, and usually bourbon. That year, we actually made uh, hoe cakes with, I want to say, pimento cheese and, like, some chive. And at the very end, we took, like, a spray bottle and just spritzed them all with with bourbon. I think it was, like, Kentucky Gentleman. It was the cheap shit. You don't want to be wasting the, the good shit on drunkards. But anyway, after a night of debauchery... There was a guy who decided to pour most of a bottle of honey ghost whiskey into my mouth. And after you sell all your food, you're allowed to walk around pretty much as someone who bought a ticket, which is a big plus. So what I decided to do was, after he poured the whiskey into my mouth, find a chair and take a nap. Well, at that point, my colleagues were getting shit-faced hammered. One to the point where... There was a pan, like, a pot full of dirty dishes that somebody just left. And the guy I was with looked around, grabbed them, and, like, put them beside a car to take them. And then it wasn't, like, 30 seconds later, another group came out. Anybody seen our pots? Our pots are missing. He's like, oh, yeah, I grabbed them. They're just over here being safe. They saw right through his shit, but that was was the end of it, unfortunately. It could have gotten a lot worse. Because I was always told... When you do off-site events, you are always coming back home with more stuff than you bring. But the moral of the story is don't steal. So then our boss at the time was like, let's go to a strip club because they're all hammered. I'm fine at that point. I'm just really tired from being there for like eight plus hours and lifting stuff and moving shit around. So whatever, I'm DD. I was like, whatever. He's paying for me to get in. I'll just go look at some free titties because everybody likes looking at free titties. And I'm never... Been to a strip club before. So we drive over there. I think it was the Southern Bell or something. I don't remember. And we pay to get in. Oh, and the boss that invited us to go, he never even showed up. He was like, ah, I'm just going to go back home. So it was me and my two chefs. And 
we get in and they're just shit faced. I'm just like, whatever. I don't really feel like being here because it's just loud music, flashing lights, and bouncing tits. Two of those things suck when you just got done taking a nap and it's like two o'clock in the morning. And they get to the point where like, oh, Michael, we need we need to buy you we need to buy you a dad. You never had this. Like, I don't want some half naked girl who doesn't know me just grinding up on me. It just feels uncomfortable, you know, whatever. So I was like, no, I'm good. And they're like, oh, whatever. And then like five minutes later, like, oh, you want to buy you a dance? Whatever. I was like, no. It's like, guys, please. I'm just, I'm really fucking tired. I just don't want to, I kind of don't want to be here. And they're like, ah, you big pussy. And so eventually I just go and take a nap in the car and they come back and find me and apologize. And we drive home that night. And then it was, it was just a shitty time over around. And every time I tell that story, people are like, oh, you just, you never went to a strip club with the right people. You need to go back to a strip club. So I do. Another one of my boss friends, may rest his soul, he actually died. He was like, it was a night after work and he's been drinking. I was like, we gotta go to the strip club. I'm like, really, man? We gotta go to the strip club? I don't really want to. But he's like, yeah, we gotta go to the strip club. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. We'll go to the strip club. I'll make you happy. We'll have a good time. But you're paying for me to get in. And every time I've gone to a strip club, I've never actually paid to get in. Thanks, people. So we go there and whatever, and he's having the time of his life. He's fucking wasted. The girls are coming out. He's throwing out dollar bills. The one girl's putting her titties in his face. And I'm just sitting there on my phone. And my phone at this point's at like 5% because it's been all day. I haven't been back home. I left my car at work because he was too hammered to drive, so I drove his truck there. And essentially what happens is my phone dies at some point. And I don't know who the stripper was, the last one, who they, you know, the last girl of the night, but she had, like, Jack Skeleton tattoos, she was a little bit chubby, you know, my type. And she stripped and danced to Nightmare from Avenged Sevenfold, which was probably the best part of the night, because all the other girls are out there dancing to club music. Now, I want more heavy metal in strip clubs if I want to go back. But that's not the point of this story. The point of this story is because by the time I was done... Or, sorry, by the time he was done, or everything was closing, that was dumb. I don't know why, yeah, enjoy my mush mouth. Everything was closed, because after that girl, turn lights on, everybody needs to get the fuck out of here. We want to clean up, we want to go home, whatever. My phone's dead at this point. Me and my friend walk out. He was like, oh, dude, I need to fuck. I was like, dude, you don't, what? He's like, is $20 enough to get you an Uber? I was like, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So he hands me a $20 bill and gets into his truck. So now I'm wandering around a parking lot looking for somebody to let me use their phone so I could just call an Uber. Eventually I do. I walk to the nearest gas station. It wasn't too far. And I think one of my favorite things about this gas station is there was just a crackhead driving around on a bike that was obviously stolen. You know, pink and basket. Did not belong to him. And he was trying to sell it for like 10 bucks. I'm not an expert but I'm guessing it was for crack. But whatever. This nice drunk gentleman let me use his phone to use an Uber to go home. And I'm waiting there for like 30 minutes and he's taking his phone back so I don't know how to check on it. 30 minutes go by. 40 minutes go by. Still waiting. Nothing shows up. And at this point I'm like, fuck, something got canceled and there's no way for me to check. There's no way for me to buy shit because my phone's dead. I'm pretty sure I left my wallet at my car or something like that happened. I know I just did not have my wallet. 
And eventually it's like three o'clock in the morning and I'm at a gas station and a lovely gentleman who works for the trash thing drove up. Cause at this point I'm just pretty much begging people. like, Hey man, can you give me a ride down the road? Like, nah, man, I, don't, it's, I was like, whatever, dude, it's fine. But this guy was like, Hey man, I told him the situation. My friend left me. He drove drunk by the home. Don't drive by the way. Don't drive drunk. He was looking for a hooker. At some point, too, I was planning on jumping in the bed of his truck and just sleeping because I thought that's what he was doing. No, he drove off eventually. And so I decided to pay this nice gentleman. I don't know his name, but he worked for the trash. I was like, look, dude, I got 20 bucks. Could you please just drive me down the road? And he looked at me and was like, yeah, sure, kid. And I was so fucking thankful. I, he eventually gets me back to his car. And we just drive all the way back down to where my work was, and I got in my car at 4 o'clock in the morning, got home around 5 o'clock in the morning, and then went to bed and went to work the next day. My friend definitely felt bad after all that. This last story about strip clubs was when I was 18 working in my first kitchen job. And at this first kitchen job, there was this guy, I don't remember his name, so we're going to call him Kenneth, just because that's the only name I can think of at the moment. And when we, we were working together... I was a I was a sweet little boy. Never even never even touched a titty. That's maybe true, maybe not. You'll never know. I'm noob. Uh, but anyway, he's like, oh man, I gotta I gotta take you to the strip club, and I didn't really like this guy. Uh, he pretty much sucked because he was just so all over the place. He didn't do a very good job at his job, so I more or less just tolerated him. But besides the point, he's like, I gotta take you to a strip club. I gotta take you to the strip club. And it was, I think he was taking me, I, don't, I think it's like Diamonds or something, where it's pretty much an all-black girl strip club. And I was like, eventually to the point, I was like, sure, man, I'll go just for the experience. I've never been. People take it. It's awesome. Whatever. So after work one night, we get in my car. He didn't have a car, by the way. We get in my car, and it's the same gas station, now that I think about it. It was the same gas station that I got picked up by, by that nice gentleman who I gave $20 to drive me down the road. Because it was a good fucking 10 mile walk. It wasn't It wasn't short away. Not important. But we drive there. He's like, hey man, stop by this gas station real quick. I see some of my homies. And I was like, sure man, whatever. So he pulls in. He goes and talks to him for a minute. And then he comes back to the car. And he's like, hey Mike. I, uh, I know you're not trying to fuck. But they got a trick in the car. So I'm going to go ahead and bounce. I was like, they got a trick in the car? Where the fuck do you find a magician? At this time at night to do tricks in a car. I don't know. And I'm going to leave you guys with one more story about why I just don't like going to parties. And I think I'm catching on a trend. I'm not a party person. I don't like the music. I don't like the loud bum 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 of the music. I just want to chill out and enjoy my time. And I think this was back when I was working that first kitchen job as well. And it was New Year's. And it was New Year's Day, or New Year's Night when we were working, because we worked New Year's Night. And, you know, we're, it was the end of the night, we're all sitting around, we're all having champagne. And what was really funny, I was like, man, it's a new year, I'm going to try to do more things. I'm going to try to go out more, I'm going to try to, you know, live that line cook style of life. You know, maybe drink some more, maybe go out, maybe stay at a person's house and sleep on the couch. So there was a Russian guy we lived with, or not lived with, there's a Russian guy we worked with. His name was something, so we're just going to call him uh, Borsh. Well, Borsh uh, was a heavy drinker. In fact, he ended up working with me at another job and got fired because he kept coming in drunk, which was a terrible sight to see. Dude uh, 
lived up to the Russian standard, I guess you would say. So it's after work on New Year's Day. We're all sitting around. I'm like, fuck it. I walk up to my boss, who was who was a friend of mine. He was actually the, one of the bosses in the first strip club story. I walk up to him. He has a glass of champagne, and I just pick it up and slug it. <laughs> and the owner was like, damn, man. That's like a $20 champagne glass you just busted down. I was like, oh, fuck. Sorry about that. They're all laughing. It was no big deal. I was like, it's a, it's a new year. It's a new me. I'm going to go out. And Borscht was like, why don't you come to my house and we'll, you know, drink and have a good time. And I was like, sure, man. You know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. So me and my roommate at the time, we go plan on staying in his house. Well, the first thing that happens, he was like, hey, man, pull over to this gas or no. My car was parked there and he wanted to get an Uber. So I just rode with him. So we get in the Uber because I've already been drinking. Don't don't drink and drive, kids. It's fucking stupid. Uh, we get in the Uber, and he's like, you know, you make stops on Uber. He's like, hey, I need to pick up my friend. Or who's his girlfriend, I want to say? Or friend? I don't know. So we go there, and we get to the place, and he's, like, waiting on his girlfriend, Borsch. And it's, you know, taking two minutes. The Uber driver's like, you know, call man. He's like, fine, I'll go to her door. He goes to her door, and then ten fucking minutes later, like, this Uber driver is pissed. He's like, I got another fucking thing waiting for me. I know it's not your fault, man. But it's like, your dude needs to fucking hurry up. I was like, hey, man, if you need me to just go ahead and get out the car, I will. And you can drive off. I would say it's like, you just said that. So it's no plan on me. He's like, no, whatever. It was about a 15 minute wait until they got back to the car. And we did, or the dude, the Uber driver, he did cancel his, he canceled his other thing he was waiting on, which fucking sucks. Because it's like two o'clock in the morning. This Uber drive for 15 miles was like, I don't know fucking $60 because that's how that stuff goes up but anyway we go to his house he's like all right now we gotta no we didn't go to his fucking house he had the thing marked off as a gas station because we went to the gas station to pick up beers for that night and then it was like another mile walk to his house so then we walked to his fucking house to Borsch's house where he has roommates and the first thing I see when I walk through the door is just cocaine on a mirror sitting there. I was like, oh boy, this is uh, that kind of night, huh? And it's the, the people there in his apartment was the people you'd expect that do cocaine. Like, he's a skinny dude, sunken in eyes. He has, like, tattoos all over the face. Like, he has a bird on his hand. That's, like, the one thing I can remember. He has one of those shitty nautical tattoos. But anyway, and he just feels scummy. They have a, a milk crate of Playboys over there. On the corner, just sitting. Like the vintage ones, it was nice. I get it, it's classy. But we get there, and the first thing that Borscht makes me do is shotgun a beer. I hate beer. And it's not because beer's like, you know, oh, gross. I don't like the flavor of beer. I can choke down a sour beer, but that's about it. And as soon as it gets, like, anything above, like, super ice cold, I don't want it because it's terrible. But I do it. I shotgun a beer. It was the first time I shotgun a beer at Borsch's house over the sink. Uh, it fucking sucked. Would not recommend it. It just it put that nasty taste all in me. But essentially, I did find where they had a jar of, like, what's it, bourbon cherry. So I munched on those most of the night until I eventually fell asleep. Never got drunk, which fucking sucks. Because when you're at a party that you don't want to be at and your car's several miles down the road, it fucking sucks. But... Anyway, we get through the night, I shotgun a beer, I waste like two or three beers just because it was like, 
I don't want to drink this. Sorry, I don't. That's just how it is. I'm also pretty sure I was underage drinking. No, I wasn't. I wasn't underage drinking because they were giving me at the restaurant. So I was like 21 at the time. It was just not a good time. So I guess the moral of all these stories are, if you're going to go out and party, make sure you have your car and make sure you're going to enjoy being around the people you're going to be around, especially when you're the only one not drinking. So that's it for me. I hope this kind of tied you guys over. I know it's I know it's short. I'm hoping you can uh, just enjoy the stories for what they are. If you like this kind of stuff, maybe I'll do more monologues. If you don't, whatever. I'll get on a soapbox and talk about something for 20 minutes. It's like it's like a little mini noob show. But uh, anyway, please uh, check us out on our main show, Homebrew Detritus. We're now releasing Raiders of the Lark, which is fun. I've been starting to listen to it now because it's on Spotify. I'm trying to convince Toker, trying to convince him to put our main show on Spotify and other listening stuff. But he doesn't want to because it's not video. And I get that. He doesn't want to put out an inferior product. I just feel like more listeners are better. So if you feel that way, please comment, uh, like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this. Leave us a review. Leave me a review. Try to, try to me- message me some questions. Figure it out. Uh, if you want some extra stuff early, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Which is going to be a good time. We're just having fun doing this. So uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Mwah, love yous. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, it's Noob. And I'm recording this like two days after. It's 12.55 at night. And I had my tooth removed because it was rotten after I cracked it. Just a little update. A little, little tidbit for you there. Uh, just want to let y'all know to brush your fucking teeth. Take care of your mouth. Go to the fucking dentist. I put it off a little bit too much. You know, going to the dentist. And I got a tooth removed. Now I got an even bigger flesh flesh gap in my mouth. But whatever. It's not the worst thing in the world. All things are temporary. Just enjoy them. Uh, but yeah, that was just a little update on it in case anybody was wondering. I know you're probably not, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So, uh, deal with it. But anyway, thank you. Love you for listening. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is for, especially for you, Nick. No, no one else can take this little kiss. This one's especially for Nick. Ready? Ready?